Twitter rolling out topic follows. It's Monday, November 11th, 2019. That's what's coming up along the week's news quick hits on episode 385 of Brave Ad World. New consumers. New media. New strategies. This is Brave Ad World. Hey everybody, welcome to episode 385 of Brave Ad World, the official podcast of BraveAdWorld.com, which combines actual insights with some of the latest headlines in social media and digital marketing news. Every week or close to it, I take the top stories, provide a recap, and then share insights as to what those stories are might mean to us as marketers. My name is Taylor Wigert, and we're coming into this this week uh, a little bit quieter than last week. Last week was earnings reports, announcements, investigations. It was, it was crazy. But this week, just one thing I want to talk about, and that is Twitter. So Twitter is introducing a feature that could potentially dramatically change how people use the platform. At the very least, it's going to change how people get onboarded onto the platform. So what it's doing is it's currently rolling out the ability for users to follow specific topics, not just user accounts. The feature announced, which was announced earlier this year, what it does is it lets users choose among 300 300 topics like sports, entertainment, gaming. And it's worth noting that politics is not currently one of the selected interests. Once a user selects an interest, though, those topics then show up in those user timelines as tweets curated from accounts relevant to that interest, whether users follow those accounts or not. It's all about the topics, not necessarily the accounts users follow. So this solves a couple of problems for Twitter. First, it allows new users to get brought onto the platform with relevant content really quickly. They don't have to worry about, am I following the right person? Am I following the wrong person? They simply choose their topics and then they start receiving updates. From a new user onboarding perspective, that's a much more seamless experience than the current experience. Uh, Second, as these topics expand to include more potentially maybe controversial topics like politics, well, What it does is it opens up the opportunity to break users out of their filter bubbles. Instead of getting news from a hand-selected group of accounts that basically have the same opinions you do as a user, you're going to get a wider array of sources about a particular topic. It's going to be interesting. We'll see how it goes. But basically, like Twitter used to have lists in the past, or maybe it still does, but that feature did not take off. So what Twitter's doing is it's curating those lists for users and letting them follow specific topics. I'm personally kind of excited about it. All right, that's it for the week's main story. So now I'm going to dive into the news quick hits where I'm going to hit other stories that happened this week at a high level that didn't get discussed earlier. So Google is making moves to acquire Fitbit, paying $2.1 billion cash. This would be Google's biggest consumer tech acquisition in the last five years, and it would give Google a solid jumping off point in wearables. Fitbit will join Nest, smart speakers, and Pixel smartphones as Google hardware. Normally, they're on the software side of things. One thing to watch, though, is going to be antitrust issues, especially when it comes to Google getting its hands on pretty personal information, like health data, uh, should this acquisition go through. 
Facebook has a new umbrella corporate mark. It's an all caps logo. It's going to be used as the umbrella mark accompanying Facebook's products like WhatsApp and Instagram. The logo will not affect what you see on Facebook.com as as that product has its own logo. So the mark, it's meant to just unify Facebook's, Facebook corporates ecosystem of products. So you'll start seeing, start to notice quote from Facebook unquote in apps like Instagram and WhatsApp. It'll be WhatsApp from Facebook. YouTube just launched shopping ads. So these ads they'll display when users have searched for products on Google. So users who showed interest in running, they may see products associated with that on YouTube. Users will see the ads on the home feed and in search results. YouTube joins other platforms like Instagram, Pinterest, even TikTok in making it easy for users to make purchases directly within their platforms. This product, it's worth noting, comes just in time for the holiday shopping season. I'm sure that's not coincidence. And Google may be joining Twitter in taking a new look at its its political ads policy. Internal conversations are mostly focused on audience targeting, and that may mean Google could limit the granularity of political advertising to put them under greater public scrutiny. All right, this week we had 7,000 internal Facebook communications released as part of a court case in California in which a developer is suing Facebook for restricting access to data for itself and other developers. The communications show Mark Zuckerberg was fearful of messaging apps like WeChat as they, they, they could use Facebook data to eventually compete more directly with the social network. Sure, they're messaging apps now, but they could be huge social networks in the future. And he uses that as grounds to cut off data. Facebook argues that the communications are out of context and are in turn misleading. Ultimately, the emails show Facebook played nice with some when it came to sharing data and restricted access to others. The release of these communications have prompted the request for more internal emails around Facebook's data practices from dozens of state attorneys general. And lastly, speaking of Facebook, Facebook's rolling out a new app on its portal hardware that takes more than a few cues from TikTok, as well as some from Guitar Hero. So the app, it's called Mic Drop, and it lets users perform to music for friends on portal video calls. The hope is Mic Drop brings more users to Portal as something, a unique feature that that they can uh, partake in, I guess. Uh, Because Portal has largely struggled to find a wide user base. All right, that's it for episode 385 of Brave Bad World. Like I said, compared to last week, a lot shorter, a lot less to talk about. But before I let you go, I do want to hear from you. Send questions, send comments. Let me know what you like. Let me know what you don't like to braveadworld at gmail.com. And if you get a chance, please rate and review this podcast on iTunes or uh, Apple Podcasts or your platform of choice. It helps me know what you think and it helps others find the podcast. I can be found on Twitter at T Wickert. That's T-W-I-E-G-E-R-T. You can also find my personal thoughts on marketing at braveadworld.com. Thank you so much for listening, and I hope you have a great week. Thanks for listening. For more, check out braveadworld.com.